Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tips Show, everyone. Byron White here with Greg O'Brien. Greg, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Greg, you're the author of On Pluto, Inside the Mind of Alzheimer's. Thanks very much for taking the time to, to talk with us about this intense topic. You wrote a book, interesting title. Pluto is <laughs> the likens of a trip to Pluto. First of all, I've never been to Pluto. Have you by chance? <laughs> well, yeah, it's a, it's a stark, lonely place. And um, just briefly, my grandfather died of, uh, maternal grandfather died of Alzheimer's. My mother died of uh, Alzheimer's. And uh, I've been diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's and I carry one of the uh, Alzheimer marker genes and um, I had to invent a place where I could drift out to uh, and uh, I call it Pluto because in my early reporting years I would tell uh, investigative sources when we're off the record we're going to a place called Pluto where nothing is heard and, and no one can uh, see what you say. Well, I'm particularly excited to chat with you today, partially because I have a family member that's actually 59 who has been just recently diagnosed with Alzheimer's. So um, well, I'm excited to hear your story. How, and, and how are they doing? Very well. They just finished up their uh, first um, sort of stint with a, with a drug that I can't tell you the name of um, off the top of my head, but it, it went very well and there weren't terrible side effects. So things, you know, knock on wood, so far so good. Well, there are drugs to slow a progression, and I'm on several of them. But uh, as you know, you, you can't stop Alzheimer's. There is no cure, and uh, you can't remove a brain. Yeah, yeah. Yet, although you never know what could happen right in the next five or ten years. Do you see there being some light at the end of this tunnel from your perspective? You're obviously an investigative journalist, and I'm sure dug a lot into this. What, I, I, I do. I More maybe for the next generation than from me because I think the solution is complicated. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about, um, you know, some of your, your, your background in journalism and leading up in, into writing the book. Uh, I've been a reporter for say 35, 40 years, worked at papers um, like the Boston Herald American senior writer of Boston magazine was investigative reporter at the uh, Arizona Republic. Um, I've, uh, Contributed uh, to many newspapers around the country, uh, um, USA Today, Providence Journal, and I was a founding uh, managing uh, director of community newspaper company in Boston. Hmm. Well, and I've what written other books. What are some of your other books that people would know about? Well, mo mostly about Cape Cod. Um, uh, there was one about a guide to nature on Cape Cod and the islands, uh, Secrets in the Sand, uh, which is an archaeology book about uh, the Cape and islands. And then there was a, a guidebook called O'Brien's Original Guide to Cape Cod and the Islands. Nice. Great. Um, let's dive back into Alzheimer's. You know, talk, tell us a little bit about the book and, and you know, what it's really all about and, and some, you know, the, the cognitive study that I'm sure you put into taking a look at this whole area. Well, when, when, uh, first of all, the book is written from the perspective of an investigative reporter embedded inside the mind of Alzheimer's, which happens mm. to be my mind. And mm -hmm. it chronicles the progression of, of this disease. 
By the way, I have a website on Pluto.org where you can learn more about this project and also people could order the book if they want. But it, I started um, six, seven years ago when I realized something was terribly wrong, uh, taking notes and uh, because I was afraid I would forget things about my life. And uh, taking notes is a, is a strategy I, I use every day. And I was chronicling what was happening with my mother and what was happening with me. And um, then with uh, the help of uh, several top-notch editors, I uh, was able to produce the book, which, uh, which is going to be out um, in uh, probably a week and a half. But as I said before, you can order online now at onpluto.org. What do you hope the book will do to give people with insights? And who have you really targeted the book to? People with Alzheimer's or people caring for people with Alzheimer's? Both. Tell us about the target audience. Uh, target audience are baby boomers uh, who face a tsunami of Alzheimer's in the future, which is expected to be the uh, the top killer of all major diseases. Right now, it's number five and the only disease on the rise and the only disease for which they do not have a cure. The book is is focused on the baby boom generation, but but also their children because this uh, this crest of Alzheimer's will continue into another generation if it's if it's not stopped. The book is about living with Alzheimer's, not dying with it. The dying comes later. This is a book about strategies of how to how to move forward. Why do you think the disease is on the rise? I mean, I, I take it it is, by the way, from a statistical perspective. Is it, you know, is there something happening in the into our bodies well, or our environment? I, it, it's the it's the bubble of the baby boom generation. Um, you know, the largest demographic we've had since World War II. And also, I think there could be a lot of environmental issues that cause this. Hmm. Do you have any, did you discover any theories in the book that you might be able to share with us on, on you know, environmental theories as to why this is more prominent now than it ever has been? Well, there, there are a lot of medical experts when, when we look at what we expose ourselves to food and, 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 and you know, the air and, and all of that, you know, feel that that, that, that could have a factor Um a lot of it is just uh, uh, an aging population that, that happens to be the largest group of individuals that, that we have. Greg, do you have any sense for why this disease might be on the rise right now at this time? Well, one reason is that the, the bubble of the demographic of baby boomers, the largest uh, uh, segment of the population since uh, World War II. Um, there are other uh, doctors who... Uh, suspect that there could be environmental issues, uh, you know, that, that, that have caused it, you know, Alzheimer's to rise, some of the food that we eat and some of the uh, air we breathe. Um, that's just uh, speculation now, but I think it, it comes back to the largest demographic. Uh, Alzheimer's, by the way, generally starts 10 years before it's diagnosed. So there are people listening right now who are in the, um, uh, the early stages of Alzheimer's who might not even know it. Hmm. I want to ask more about that later, but tell me a little bit about, you know, how difficult it must have been for you, a person who has written and published so many stories about other people, to write essentially a story about yourself. How, how challenging was that for you? Well, it was, was very challenging. As, as I had said, I, I um, was taking notes, uh, copious notes for six years, um, anecdotes and, and things that I, that I wanted to remember knowing that there'd be a time when I couldn't. Um, right now, uh, um, 60% of my short-term memory is gone in, in less than 30 seconds. 
Uh, I don't uh, recognize people in familiar places. Um, I uh, don't recognize familiar places also. Uh, I uh, often see things that aren't there. The um, not-so-polite word for that is hallucination. I deal with uh, incredible rage. Uh, Alzheimer's, I've said, is like putting a a plug in a loose socket and, and the light keeps blinking and then it falls out and you put the plug back in and the light keeps blinking and ultimately the plug falls out and the light goes dark. And, and it's, it's very frustrating to, to you know, lose a, a, you know, a thought in a second and not be able to retrieve it it's, and, and, and to see people that you don't know who they are. There are two occasions I woke up in the morning and, and didn't recognize my own wife. Mm. Greg, I must say you sound so articulate and sharp on the phone. I would never uh, imagine that, that the stats that you just told me uh, could could even be possible with you know sixty percent short term memory loss. And you know, I, does it come back to you? Are you able to recover when you don't say you recognize somebody and say, "Oh well, yeah, no, now I remember you." Okay, I'm sorry. Wow. Um, well, sometimes you know, I, I, I. I work around strategies. I have two computers open right now with, with notes and stats. So when you ask a question, I can, I can refer to that. Sure. Uh, I, I've learned, um, and this is part of the strategy to, uh, um, as a reporter, keep asking questions until I get the answers. And, and then if I still haven't figured it out, you probably won't even know that I don't know you because I'll just keep asking questions and then I'll, I'll, I'll move on. And, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you don't want it to be an awkward conversation. Alzheimer's attacks in different ways. And mm-hmm. um, uh, I, like my mother, made a decision a long time ago that I was going to protect to the extent I can my writing and communication. That's the right brain. And, and it's the left brain now that, that uh, is, uh, is, is, is in a tilt. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's what happens. I used to think of my brain as, a, um, as a big garbage pail and I would put everything into the garbage pail, good things, bad things, things that were probably useless. And now when the brain starts to shrink, it, 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 um, I see it as, 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 as a, uh, almost a flower vase. And I believe you can pick and choose to some extent what you want to put in that flower base base to, to preserve and, uh, you know, keep, keep yourself whole for a while. And, um, I've chosen that that's going to right now going to be my communication and my writing. And that's really the way it was with my mother as well. What's the best environment for you and, and other people with Alzheimer's and, and does that environment need to change as, as the disease progresses onward? When I say environment, like what do you want to be, who do you want to be around, what activities do you want to have, what, you know, at, at various stages? You, you want to be around familiar people. Um, the, the, the past now means uh, far more to me than the future. And, um, I, I'm very uncomfortable in, in new settings and new places. And I find myself reaching out now more to friends I had many years ago when I was younger than, than, than new friends today. Um, the, the, the past means far more to me than, than the future right now because the future is, is, is very uncertain. 
You managed to find some actual uh, humor in the book. Um, tell us how you were able to do that and, and what sort of uh, humor it was important for you to bring to the book. Well, um, the, the, the part of it might be my Irish heritage. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think you can survive something like this uh, without... Uh, uh, humor, faith, and hope, and 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 the book was was written in that. I I, I have a strong faith. I was raised uh, Irish Catholic. I'm, I'm probably more what you might call an evangelical Christian now, but my denomination is Catholic. And and um, and in 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 facing this down, um, I, I I've, I've taken the the uh, um, attitude. These demons don't know who they're screwing with, <laughs> and. Um, and and I, I try to keep keep you know my faith and, and keep my hope and and keep my humor uh, because that's that's really who I am. I don't know if that makes sense to you. If I lose that, uh, I stop being me, and I, I want to be me for as long as I can be me. So wonderfully said. Thanks for that. Tell us a little bit about the uh the the long term vision you must have in your head when you think about battling this disease and wanting to plow plow forward and wanting to you know to continue onward no matter what how important is that to your to your vision in life as you continue onward here um well it, it it's it's very important but i always ask the question anyone who who doesn't think they're going to die someday? Please raise your right hand. <laughs> so, um, I I uh, I know the ending of the book before I've read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and again, this is I don't like to proselytize. This is just me, but I believe I'm going to a better place someday. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to take whatever years are left and make them as meaningful as possible. And when that time comes. Um, it comes. Uh, so I try more than ever to live one day at a time. But um, those days are, are, are difficult because in the morning it's a period of great confusion. Uh, it's like my um, brain is um, old school and it, I think of my brain as a, as a file cabinet neatly arranged with the five W's who, where, what, when, why, and how of my life. And at night it seems like Someone has gone in and ransacked the files and dumped them all over the floor. And now, before I get out of bed, I have to put those files back in place, and so I have a sense of who I am. And then I, that's just on the way to the bathroom. And uh, there are times when I've had to uh, label toothpaste and 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 mouthwash. Um, there was a time when. I took a swig of uh, rubbing alcohol, thinking it was mouthwash, and I wouldn't recommend that to anyone. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, let's... The, 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 uh, another thing that I would recommend to people is intense exercise hmm. of the body and the brain. And um, uh, I work out um, you know, every day for uh, an hour and a half, and then I go right for an hour and a half. And... Uh, I think that's important, and um, you know, also I'm on a fair amount of medication. How has the medication worked for you, by the way? Are we making any advances with Alzheimer's? And, and what medication are you on, out of curiosity? Uh, 
I take 23 milligrams of Aricep, which I believe is a legal limit, 20 milligrams of Nemenda, um, which is a combination that, that reboots the brain, uh, 20 milligrams of Celexia, and uh, was prescribed 50 milligrams of Trazazone, but I don't take it because it, 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 it makes me loopy, and I don't, mm. I don't need that. Has has the amount of medication you've taken increased? And by the way, how far through the progression are you since you were diagnosed? Uh, I, I'm I'm in the early stage, but on the hallucination things and other thing, I'm I'm inching toward a middle stage, but just at the beginning. And um, it, it it Alzheimer's can take many years to to run its course. And um, you know I've been given a God-given ability to fight this for a while. Mm-hmm. And I had the benefit of my mother who fought it and, it, it, you know, until she couldn't do it anymore. And that's when the plug pulled out and, and it went dark and she died six months later, eight months later. And I, I believe to some extent that's the same course that I'll be on when, when the doctors have said that I'm working off what they might call a cognitive reserve. It's a backup tank of, of inherited intelligence. But when that's gone, they say, you're gone. And they tell me to preserve the tank. But my mind races like a Porsche engine, and, and it, it's it's got to be in full throttle. Or or I slip back. And, I, I you know, I, I've tried to take it easy, and I, I just slip back and... You, you tend to drift out, and that's why I call Pluto, where where you just you you, you can't take it anymore, and mm-hmm. you just let go. Mm-hmm. It sounds like I have just so many more questions for you. Let's let's just take a station break, real quick, and uh, and back right at you with a lot more questions. Back in a minute, everyone. Life tips will be right back after this short break. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. 
Go to ShipStation.com slash Webmaster Radio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tips Show. Greg, thanks so much for being with us today and sharing your story and, and your new book with us. Thank you. Greg, I want to ask about writing. Writing has been a core element of your life. Tell us about your day now. Are you writing actively? You just published a book. Have you been writing is the answer yes. But do you try to stay at that activity on a daily basis? I, I, I find that I have to. My doctors um, had encouraged me to write about it. They, they, they thought it would be good therapy. Mm-hmm. And they thought it also would be good for readers to have an investigative reporter study his own mind into a disease and, and offer guideposts and, and strategies. And, and so I, I write uh, intensely. Uh, and, 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 you know, um, I'm, you know I'm, I'm writing because I may be so intensely because I fear the day is going to come when I can't. Does that make sense to you? It does. It does. I think I, we I'm, want I'm afraid. to... Go ahead. I was going to say, we, we, isn't that purely natural? Don't we want to keep doing the things we love doing as long as yeah. we possibly can? <laughs> yeah, and, and I know there are days when I won't be able to, and, and, and there are days when I'm writing and, and the brain goes dead. It, it's that, that synapse, it's, it's, and, and I, I'm not a genius in, in, in medicine. You know, I, I barely passed high school biology, but I've studied this disease. Because you, to, if you're going to fight an enemy, you got to know an enemy. And um, and you know what? I just forgot where I was going with this, but it was probably a good place. But um, once you ask the next question, I'll try to remember what I was going to tell you. Sure. One of the things that I wanted to ask you about was reflecting back on the why, why this might have happened to you. You know, do you do that often? Have you thought about, you know, maybe you got a concussion in high school? You know, is there... Do you just keep trying to search for the why when you're diagnosed? Well, I, I, I played a lot of sports, and um, football and baseball, and had multiple concussions. And um, that, if you study that, concussions can help bring on dementia. Then there was a serious head injury I had several years ago. Uh-huh. Um, I was riding a bicycle with my kids, and ironically, my mother, who was in the final stages of Alzheimer's. It was summer and she gave my son a, a, a winter coat to wear because she was confused about the weather. And so he took that off and I, I put it on the, the handlebars of, of my bike and I wasn't wearing a helmet. And we were racing along and the coat slipped down and grabbed the spokes and I was thrown 30 feet in the air and landed on my head. 
Mm. And um, doctors have said that I was just lucky that I was able to get my hand down because my head, uh, the, the, the hand hit the pavement, went right into my knuckles, and then my head hit the pavement. And ironically, what triggered that was that shirt that my my son got from my mother in Alzheimer's. But the blessing in that is I was keenly aware then of my future, which would have happened. And I was able to learn from my mother how to fight this disease and attention I would never have had before. Mm. Tell me about that. You might call a mixed blessing. When you say what you learned from your mother, can you describe that a little bit in in, in some words that would make sense to us? Sure. Um, My mother was a fighter like me, and I learned to be a fighter from her. And she kept saying, I can't get sick. I can't get sick when she was sick. And she she refused to give in. And when, when she had her moments, she just went out to Pluto, her, Pluto herself and came back. And, and, and she was a caregiver for my father, who had prostate cancer, which I have too, and, and, and circulation bypass. And she just did it until she couldn't do it anymore. And, and um, there was a time when we had to go to the hospital with my father, and my mom said, I can't take this anymore and I said I got you mom I got your back and my dad was in a wheelchair in an emergency room and the only way to say this is he was bleeding through his rectum on the floor and she saw it and I could tell she was done and she said Greg would you go get the doctor no I'm sorry I apologize she said Greg would you take over and I said mom I'm getting the doctor and she grabbed my um, my elbow tightly and she said no Greg would you take over and I realized she was saying goodbye. And I looked at her, and it was like looking at someone where a curtain was pulled down over their eyes and like they were holding on to a dock on an outgoing tide and let go. And within four minutes, five minutes, she crawled up in my dad's hospital bed like a kitten, and seven months later, she was dead. Wow. What, what, what and, a- and, and, and she, she, you know, you had raised the question, how do you do this? I'm on the same track as her. Mm-hmm. And there will come a time when I just you just get you get taken out by it. It's Much, not it's not the end stage that everyone thinks it is, and that's. I, I don't mean to keep interrupting, but I'm afraid. See, if I don't tell you what's on my mind, I'm going to lose it, and, and <laughs> it, I, you know it's. It, and, and I I don't mean to step on people's lines, but um, oh, shit, I just forgot what I was going to say, but. I think you get my point. It, I get it, it, it in, in a huge way, and I want to ask you a question about it. Those words that your mom stated, you know, will you take over? The ability to see outside of yourself and, and outside of what was happening to yourself is almost much like what you're doing here, even with your book. Would you agree with that, and could you explain that correlation to us? Absolutely. Aren't, mm-hmm. And, 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 and as a result of that, isn't that the ultimate victory, if there is one, the ability to see your flaws and your weaknesses and to embrace them and talk about them and move on and live through them? Well, that, that's, that's what I've had to do. You know, I, I, I've, I, I may sound good on the phone, but, I, 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 you know, I've lost all self-esteem. I, I don't, my mind used to be my best friend, and, and uh, um, I don't see any chance at this point that... <laughs> That, that it's going to be my friend again because I can't I can't trust it and 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 you you, you know you have to um, 
you know, move forward and fight. And um, let me just ask you a question because this is just what happens in this disease. I kind of forgot the, the, the point of your question, and I apologize. Would you just guide me on this for a second? Oh, I was asking about the victory here and the strength and, and, and the power to look outside of yourself, right, like your mom did when she stated, you know, will you take over? I mean, those are powerful words. She saw what was happening to herself, yeah. right? And, you know, Greg, as you sit here and look at this big, thick book that you just created that is going to sit in front of you, isn't that the victory parade here? Isn't that is aren't you incredibly blown away? Isn't this the most monumental yeah. writing that I, you've ever done? It, it's my best work. Again, I don't believe I could have done that without my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I, uh, I I did this for my mother and my grandfather, and to be honest with you, um, I, I with my own children. Uh, probably my big motivation also was passing along um, strategies to my kids the way my mother did with me because um, there's a lot of guilt with this disease. You know, I mean, I, I, it's just tough. I, I, you know, you know, I worry about my children and their children because it's in the family, and um, there's just there's just a lot of guilt, and it just it it sucks. Greg, it's, it's, it's a remarkable story here. What's next for you? Tell me how you plan what's next in your mind right now. Well, I, I'm, I'm fearing what's next, and, and my doctors and others, have, have, they're worried that if I don't do something or get another project that I'm, I'm going to slip. So, um, you know, I live in one day at a time, and... Um, I'm going to continue to exercise my brain. I'm going to continue to write. Um, you know, I'm not sure what's next, but um, I think God has a plan. So I just keep pressing forward. You're ahead of many, many people that are just new to all of this. One of my family members being one of them. Have you thought about being a leader for those people in whatever you can, in, in whatever way you can? with a blog, for example, or with uh, advice and, and tips and information on what has worked best with you in the past, uh, you know, building a community of people that you can relate to and, uh, and really making that work. Yeah, I've, I've started blogging. I actually started blogging for the Huffington Post. And huh. if you Google Greg O'Brien Huffington Post, you'll see a tab with my entries I just started recently and also on my um, website on Pluto.org where I told you you could order the book um, I'm started blogging so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to speak out as long as I can and um, as I said before doing it for my mother my grandfather my children but also your children and your grandchildren and people who are listening their children Greg, few people, you know, we, we, we talked about hope and faith and humor and that importance combination for you. Um, you know, f- you're just such a wonderful person, and I want to continue to help you in any way I can. But I, I can't come back to you being uh, this prolific writer and, uh, and, and, and wanting to continue writing and having writing be your, 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 your platform by which the world continues. And I can't help but think of 
you know, how there might be something really riveting about the understanding of memory loss, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and almost in, in, in a way that could make it really interesting. You know that funny joke, you know, who's on first, second? You know, so wait, second's on first? You know, who's, yeah. that, that confusing dialect, right? right. It, it's, it, 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 it's riveting. I mean, that was such a great skit, you know, that, that has been played so many times by so many people. But, you know, maybe there's something you can do with that from a writing mm-hmm. perspective. You know, you well, mentioned I, you wrote something for the Huffington Post. I mean, is there an angle here that can bring awareness and community around this to try to help this disease and stop it? Well, there's an old saying that memory is everything, but is it really? If you have Alzheimer's, um, you, yeah. I, I believe that in your soul you're that same person. And I, I think as baby boomers age, this whole subject of memory uh, is uh, is is going to be so important, and it's and it's a rich, fertile subject that uh, hasn't probably been explored because it's part of the taboo with Alzheimer's. No one wants to go there in the brain. The Alzheimer's is a form of dementia. The word dementia conjures up in biblical days a demon running around the desert. So, you know. I can't blame people for not wanting to go there because it scares the hell out of them. Um, but it's a subject as a society and a generation, I'm 64, that you know, we, 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 we have to face and we have to embrace memory. What are memories? How do we keep memories? And what do we do when we lose memories? Have we lost ourselves? And I think you're absolutely correct on that. I have another idea for you. Have you ever, what, one of the things that you mentioned to me in this, in this uh, discussion was the importance of being around familiar people, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and, and, the, and the, the, the real importance for you for having that safe environment where you can come back mentally to stories and people. One of the things that occurs to me is, is this, this, you know, uh, plutonic is the perfect word here, this sort of plutonic, you know, disease, Alzheimer's, and young people, particularly kids, not knowing what to do with that. You know, they, they can't relate to that or understand that, right? Particularly even, right. you know, grandchildren, you know, or young, younger kids. And it reminds me a little bit of this... Um, this play that I saw in, in, in Europe when I was in uh, the London School of Economics many years ago in grad school, I saw a play, I believe it was called Mrs. Malaprop. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was, you know, uh, it was, it was a funny play about, you know, you know, uh, inappropriate meanings of words. And Mrs. Malaprop would always say this crazy word and not the right word for the particular part of the play. Right. Right. And, and it would bring laughter and joy, you know, to the equation. And it was, it was a wonderful play. Um, but what, what, when I think of Alzheimer's, I wonder if you could think about writing a, a play, you know, a screenplay that would, would, would take the reality of the disease, but put it in light that would make people feel this compelling nature to want to find deeper understanding and mm. and not be as, as afraid of it as 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 perhaps some people are. Does that make any sense? Yeah, and and I think that's why we don't have a cure now because no one's rattling the cage to the extent yes. that that we can. We have to 
demystify Alzheimer's. We we um, we have to, and, and I hate to use this word, we have to make it popular. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, it, it, Alzheimer's is going to outstrip cancer and heart disease sevenfold in in a few short years. Um, wow! Wow! I I know what the what I know where this disease is going. Okay, I I know my future. I saw it through my mother, and um, I I think we have wonderful nursing homes. Okay, um, so I'm not saying anything about that, um, but. The idea of, of of losing your most precious resource, in my case, my mind. I I don't want to go to a nursing home and have made the decision through my doctors. I'm not treating my prostate cancer right now, so there's an exit strategy if I need it because this disease is so horrific. It's so robbing. Um, I don't want to be in that final stage and have to have my family see it. Um, in my book, you will see there was a time that I tried to take my life because I knew what was down the line, and I felt God say, no, you have no right to do that. So maybe the Lord will allow me to have an exit strategy through this if I need it. But but th- this is serious stuff with this disease, and, and, and a lot of people are getting it, but there's still so many people who don't because... They think of Alzheimer's as the end stage. You're 85 years old. You can't speak. Um, uh, you're you're in, you're in, you know incontinent in a nursing home. Well, I'm incontinent now, and I'm speaking with you, and I have these symptoms that a lot of people with Alzheimer's have, and we just have to start to talk about this and 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 and, and put the denial aside. So. We can raise uh, awareness, and maybe that will result in a cure. Craig, I want to send some listeners your way to communicate with you, if I possibly can, if anybody's listening in. Can people reach you at onpluto.org? Yeah, or, you know, they can. My email is uh, geobrian at capecod.net. Um, they, they could do that. Um, and um, I have a, a also, a Facebook page, uh, um, Greg O'Brien. Anyone wants to friend me, I, you know, <laughs> they always kid about Alzheimer's because you forget people. You meet new friends every day, so maybe I could meet mm-hmm. new friends through some of your visitors, your your view, visitors, your viewers. I hope that happens. Your ability. Uh, I want to tell you a funny story. This ability to to, to find. Uh, you know, promotional opportunity about a disease is something I know something about. Um, I was uh, with a, I was diagnosed with testicular cancer um, when I, mm. in 1992. And How you um, uh, thank you. I'm just fine. Thank you. With a good sense of humor, after I went through some wonderful uh, program at Dana-Farber, I was diagnosed with both a teratoma and a semitoma, which is kind of unusual. So I qualified for this research program, which I went through with Dana-Farber. It was about a 10-year program. I went, went in for a CAT scan every month, and then every three months, and then every six months over a 10-year time period. At that time, they didn't realize how bad CAT scans you were. But anyway, I went through the program, great program. And as a result, after just being you know, in the program for only six months or a year, I decided to start a golf tournament called the Lost Ball Golf Tournament. <laughs> I raised over $100,000 for the Jimmy Fund over a short period of time. 
Um, and uh, it was it was it was a wonderful opportunity to give back. And to me, it seems like that's really what you're trying to do here is to give take the skill and the talent and the art that you have of writing and create this book. But maybe we can do more. And, and maybe some people listening to this show may want to help. Um, let's let's get some people over to on Pluto. I'm going to face you with the wonderful challenge of seeing if you can find a way to, to write more and to create more content. And when you do, come back on the show and give us an update uh, with what you that. have going on. And I'm not kidding. I want, I want you to try to find this crazy play called Mrs. Malaprop so you can study that and take a look at it. Um, okay. I think it'd be very interesting to get your take on that. And whether I don't know if there's ever been a, a, a Broadway player or any sort of production involving uh, Alzheimer's, but I would mm. think that that's, that would be fascinating. Think of the target audience that would go, let's go to that play alone. Um, well, that's, you know. I mean, you, you find yourself having to um, modify words because you can't think of the right word. And, mm-hmm. and so you, you, you take a word and give it another meaning or give it another name because you can't, you can't think of that word at the time. Exactly. Even like, great, it's, it's time for tea when no, actually it's time for dinner, you know, but, you yeah. know, but, but having some fun with that and, and making it feel okay that you are excited because you're going to go do something, even though it's the wrong thing that you're going to go do. Do you see yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, you yeah. still have that excitement about going to do something. It's just the wrong, the wrong plan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I think that that's that particularly with younger kids, that, that there's something really powerful there. So, um, you know, may, maybe you can work on that uh, well, and, well, and think that through. A good assignment. <laughs> well, it sounds like your, your doctors and your, and your team members and your family and those that love you, uh, you know, w- want the next accomplishment from the brainiac that you are. So let's, let's get it going. Okay. <laughs> hey, I'll do my, I'll put my best man on it. <laughs> I have a feeling that's yourself. Uh, but uh, it's been so great having you on the show today Um, who would you like to hear from Greg what 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 what? you know I'd like to offer people hope and 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 um, you know tell people that you know hey we're all going to die someday but you you can work through things you know whether it's cancer or diabetes or, or whatever it is or Alzheimer's and and to Walk in hope and humor and faith, and you may find in doing it that some of your richest days are ahead of you because, um, uh, you know, in my case, I've lost a lot of my filter, but I'm able to do things that I might have been afraid to do before or say things that I might have been afraid to say before, and the fear has left me, and that's a blessing. It's, It's freeing. And so rather than roll up in a little ball, whatever it is, you look that disease or challenge right in the eye and just say, these demons aren't going to screw with me. Greg, it's been a joy having you on the show today. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I really appreciate this. It's been terrific. I look forward to a follow-up you with you. And uh, until then, everyone, the book, you can please go take a look now. It's on Pluto.org, and you can order it online. Terrific. Look forward to help. Terrific. Look forward to any help we can provide in the future as well and being in touch with you, Greg. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Until next week, I hope your life's a little smarter, better, faster, and wiser, and I'm sure it is as a result of this show. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. 
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.